0: Not only is eBay bringing you this podcast, we're giving you your very own 4th of July coupon for an additional 20% off already reduced select items on our site. That means really big savings on everything you need to make your living space the ultimate summer staycation. Get a backyard barbecue for family grill fests, super style and patio furniture, board games that are far from boring, and portable speakers to get your dance party started. Grab your 4th of July coupon for an additional 20% off at ebay.com now through July 6th. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain, who build it? Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain, who the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I hope that you have awakened with a happiness and a joy in your heart, knowing that you're still here on earth, functioning, and you're making it through. And that no matter what you're dealing with right now in your life, no matter what's going on in this world, God is in control of everything. You know that, you trust Him, and that you're ready to now dive into God's Word today to help you continue to strive forward in everyday life. So my friends, we're going to be diving into Psalm 127 this morning as you get your pads, pens out, your Bibles and pretty much, uh, Psalm 127 is letting us know that life without God is senseless. You know, and that just could be all life's work. Uh, that could be anything from building a home, establishing a career, and raising a family. Uh, but all that is great, but you must have God as the foundation. So this is what Psalm 127 says. Unless the Lord builds the house... They labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he gives his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Father, we thank you for Psalm 127. We thank you for reminding us that as much as we can establish so many things in our lives, we can be successful, we can have an abundance of overflow, we can have financial gain and security, we can have it all. But even in having it all, if you're not the center and the focus, Lord, of it all, if you're not the foundation that helped establish and build and successfully gain those things, we could ourselves be wasting time, wasting away, and most of all, Not really building the relationship that we're supposed to be building with you. So we can still have a void in our lives, even if we have it all. So Father, we thank you for Psalm 127. And we thank you for the reminder of who we need to have as our anchor and as our foundation in our lives. In everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. My friend, good morning. My friends, good morning. You know, this uh, this uh, passage of scripture was, um, this was written by Solomon. You know, Solomon was, um, he had it all. In the Bible, he had it all. He was very rich. He had anything and everything he desired. Uh, he didn't lack anything. He had an overflow of um goods services you know he had um buildings you know he had a major um you know uh castle a uh you know a major beautiful mansion home uh, I and mean, he just had it all he had it all he had an abundance of you know wives he had an abundance of um just everything you know servants. You know, you name it. Like, if we look at it in layman's terms today, you know, and, and we see what Solomon had back then, and we, we, we say, we see now what people have now, you know, you can have a big mansion, you can have the, or a whole bunch of cars, you can have a lot of money, you can have um, every shoe from, uh, you know, the store, you can have every outfit you've ever wanted, you can have um, every success in your career in your job i mean you could have it all and still in having it all you can have a major void in your life that you're still trying to fulfill and for many people that seems to be the case today they have it all they don't lack anything but they've got so many concerns worries voids in their lives They have a sadness, depression, anxiety. They have all these things going on in their lives that torment them, brings them down, makes them unstable in their souls, even though they have everything. It says it very clear in this scripture that in building all those things, in having successes, in having everything that we are trying to accomplish in life, We need to have God as our foundation, and in having God as our foundation allows us to build a stronger anchor, a stronger foundation, a stronger understanding of where we are with God in our lives, with our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, as our Lord and Savior. And it helps us that as we are establishing these things, as we're building our careers, as we're building our houses, whether you buy a house from scratch that, you know, you you lay out the whole blueprint construction plan, plan to build it yourself, you know, with a construction company, or you just go and you buy somebody else's house that was already built. It doesn't matter. But as long as your Heavenly Father is in there with you, He's going with you through the process. Life is just totally different. Because with these successes and these gains and all these things that God is allowing you to have, as long as you have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, as long as you know that God is the source of all these things, right? Because blessings come from our Heavenly Father. Favor comes from our Heavenly Father. Promotions come from our Heavenly Father. Goodness, all these things that that are given to us comes from our Heavenly Father. He uses, yes, man. He encourages man to then bless us. because a lot of times we do get our blessings from other people, but we have to be reminded that God touched that person's heart to extend whatever they needed to extend to you. And a lot of times if we don't have the foundation of God in our lives, during this whole process, we could still find ourselves very empty, very empty in our souls. Uh, there's been many cases uh, that we can look up statistically if we wanted to in uh, Google. Uh, so if I was to enter Google, or you know, how many you know people you know have maybe committed suicide or you know, try to kill themselves or committed crimes or, you know, uh, did um, things to hurt themselves. I mean, there have been people who, um, they had it all and and they just were not happy. Uh, You know, a statistic I'm sure would show up saying that most people who basically have everything but they don't have God in their lives, it's like they don't have anything. (laughs) Because a lot of times you can have it all and still have nothing. And in the scripture, it's reminding us that even if we have it all, we need to be reminded that God needs to be the foundation and the anchor in our lives. Now, you might be thinking, well, Anthony, I don't have it all. That's okay. Because in this scripture, it's just giving an example, because Solomon was the one who wrote it, but it's giving us an example, because he had it all, that even in him having everything in his life, he knew that God needed to be the center of his life. Because then all these things wouldn't matter. And just like it says in the scripture, you know, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord is the one who is by your side, guiding you, giving you the correct understanding of why you're building the house. What is the purpose of the house, right? Some people build a house, and I'm talking in layman's terms here, so they can move their family in it, live in it, enjoy the house, build memories in that house, right? Love on one another. Make it a generational home. You know, that's going to be a home in the future for your children. So, So once they get married, then those children... there? then they have their children and so on and so on right and it's something that the Lord has placed in your heart to do and so you go forward with the Lord knowing this is why you're building this home this house but if you're just building a house just to build it but there's no love in that house there is just chaos in that house this destruction in that house Um, no one gets along in that house you know, you're just uh, in the house occasionally, you're barely there. It's an empty house, it's a cold atmosphere. Do you get where I'm going with this? That's why it says they labor in vain who build it. Your Heavenly Father needs to be in the midst of anything that you do, especially in building a house. Because if he entrusts you also, see, building a house also has to do with building up God's kingdom. Because ultimately our job on this earth is to win souls for the kingdom. Build up the house with the beautiful people of God. Because we are all rejoicing together in everyday life because our Heavenly Father operates in our lives. And then it also says here, unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. That's so true. Unless we have allowed our Heavenly Father to be the overseer of our homes, our community, wherever we go, our jobs, our life right? And he's the overseer of the whole city. And one way right now how we can look at this is the situation we're struggling with medically, right? All the, the things that are happening right now medically, right? And how people are coming together to pray for a healing, to pray for a miracle in Los Angeles, in the state of California, to pray in other states, to pray in other countries that are experiencing the same situation of this illness and disease that has really attacked so many people. It came out of left side, not we didn't even know it was coming, but it's here now, and unless we want a miracle cure, to take away this disease, this illness, we have to rely on our heavenly Father, for Him to guard the city. We're guarding it a certain way, like it says here, right? The watchman stays awake in vain. The city and the council people—they're doing something, you know, to keep every, try to keep everybody safe, to try to keep everybody uh, calm, and to try to reassure people everything's going to be okay. And they're like the watchmen, right? But even they themselves have to rely on a Heavenly Father that can give a supernatural healing and rescue and miracle to the situation of what we're dealing with today. Because we can take all the precautionary measures we want, and we can medically look for a cure. We can medically... um, get a um, um a vaccine that'll help the situation we can uh, isolate people whatever the case might be but unless we really deeply seek into a supernatural power from our heavenly father to send us a supernatural power from heaven to help us with the situation because see God sees everything he's in control of everything he's he knows exactly what's going on with this disease and this in this illness right he knows he's not Blindsided, he knows. But of course, he also wants his people to rely on him and make him the overseer of the city and rely that with his guidance, his help, and the supernatural power he's given us from heaven, miracles will flow down and manifest themselves here on the earth. Those miracles will also help those scientists, those doctors, those people that are trying to come up. With a remedy or cure for this illness and disease, right? And it says here, it is vain for you to rise up early and to sit late. That is so true. Um, Sometimes people want to be so, so early that they've lost time. They've wasted time. And sometimes people just arrive, you know, they sit up so late. They arrive late. They miss stuff. And God says it here very clearly. For he gives his beloved sleep. So sometimes there's no need, my friends, to have to get up, you know, three hours earlier than the normal time. And be worrying or or, uh, wondering, you know, uh, how can you change the situation in your circumstance? Or you stay up very, very late night trying to come up with a remedy of yourself of how you're gonna you know um, do certain things I've fallen into that trap myself well I have stayed up to like one or two in the morning trying to figure out well how am I gonna do this video for this promo well how am I gonna put together this content for this marketing thing and sometimes my friends when I myself am in the middle of that and time is clicking the time clock is going by and it's 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm losing sleep. And I'm tired and exhausted. And then I come to find out I didn't really accomplish much. I literally have to go to sleep. Because basically in the scripture is telling you here. For he gives his beloved sleep. We don't have to over exert ourselves. Because our Heavenly Father is here to help us through the process. As long as we have our Father... Our Heavenly Father as our foundation, he will allow things to come easier to us. He will allow things to go come quicker to us. We will not have to spend 90 hours doing something. He can give it to us in nine minutes. Do you know what I mean? So with my example of what I've wasted time with sometimes, I then go to sleep. I said, Lord, I just hand this over to you. I need to go to bed. And I make sure and I push myself to make sure I sleep eight to nine hours. I have mentioned it before. I sleep a lot. I do. I sleep about eight to nine hours a day because I'm getting older and I need my rest. For my body, my mind, my spirit, my soul, right? I need my rest. And because God speaks to me in dreams a lot, I definitely need my rest. So for me, then the next day I get up and I'm like, okay, Lord. I'm not going to try to do this myself. I'm not going to try to figure it out. I'm not just going to, even though I'm creative, I'm not going to try to do it on my own. Father, I need you as my source right now, my anchor. I need you as my creativity person to give me what I need to do. Show me, Lord, what it is that you want me to do and how you want me to do it. And I got to tell you guys, like within minutes, he's given it to me. He's given to me in minutes what I was trying to do in hours. Because when I was trying to do it in hours, I was just trying to do it my way. I wasn't asking God for help. I wasn't asking God for his guidance. I wasn't asking God to be the center of what I was trying to do. I was just trying to do it on my own. But When I then surrendered, I said, Lord, it's, I can't do this. It's not me doing this. It's, I need your guidance. I'm telling you, instantaneously, he gives it to you. He gave it to me. So that's why it says here, you know, don't lose sleep, basically. God gives you rest. He gives you sleep. Just rely on him. Don't be anxious for anything, says the Bible, right? For tomorrow we have troubles of his own. You know, don't be anxious for anything. If anything, just, you know, seek your heavenly father. Seek his ways, not your ways. And then he will, you know, seek his kingdom first, and then all these other things will follow on, right? And then it says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior. So are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with the enemies in the gate. What does that mean? That means that part of this as you're building a family, you're building a family you're having children you're having a couple of kids this is fantastic you know you um, this is a blessing from your heavenly father when a woman can become pregnant and have a child that's a blessing from heaven right and when you have have been given up opportunity to have several children right you have more of an abundance of a blessing because now you have children that are gonna grow up and they're gonna be you know um it's a reward you get you're gonna raise children and you're gonna raise them to be good abiding citizens you're gonna treat them to love on people and to respect people and for they themselves to build their careers and build their houses and build everything that you know they that you've done, but then you instill in them that they need to do that with their heavenly father you generationally the same way that your father gives you that heritage which is the heritage of your of your children, and he gives you also the blessings, then you yourself are blessed. You are being blessed by your Heavenly Father. You have these children, and you're just so full of joy because you have these children. But it is also your job to remember to remind your children and educate them and teach them and allow them to know who Christ is and for them to know what the bible is and that they could read the bible as well so they themselves could be building a solid foundation as well and having god as their foundation and what does that what does that mean at the end of the day you know when you have everything you want when you ha- want everything you want certain things, desires of your heart, you know, and God gives it to you because you have allowed God to be the foundation center of what you've been building. If you've been building the house, if you've been establishing a career, you've been raising a family. As long as your Heavenly Father is the one in center in that life, in those successes, in those things that you've accomplished, My friend, at the end of the day, you are so full of an abundance of an overflow in your heart, your spirit, your mind, your soul, your emotional state, your physical state that you will not have a void in your life. You will not feel empty. You'll feel full. On the contrary, you will find yourself that you're in a better place because not only did you... Succeed in accomplishing all these things, but you also have had your Heavenly Father as your anchor You've had Jesus Christ as your anchor and you've had God as the foundation In your life that has helped you accomplish all these things So at the end of the day once you have accomplished all these things You are still filled with the joy of the Lord. You have the peace of the Lord You have the mercy and the grace of the Lord. You have everything that your heavenly father has given you. And you can continue to go forward knowing that you are full of his love, his compassion. And you have all the fruits of the spirit that he has given you inside of you. And you can continue to go forward in continuing to enjoy the successes that you have, what you've built. And what you have done now with your family, you get to enjoy, you know, the home for generations. You get to enjoy your career and what it built for you financially, pension wise, you know, status wise with promotions. And you also get to build what your family is like, you know, seeing your grandchildren grow, seeing your children grow up, become adults. I mean, there's so much involved, but there's a beauty in all of that when you know that the Lord's foundation in your life carried you through all those processes, and at the end of the day, you're still loving and full with the joy of the Lord and everything that He has given you, and you bless Him and you thank Him for everything you've accomplished, and you're enjoying it. Again, my friends, remember, God needs to be the center and the focus and the foundation of anything you do in your life. Remember that. He needs to be present. He needs to be a part of it. So the next time you go to do something with a job or with buying a home or with wanting to have children, go to your Heavenly Father first and say, Lord, this is what we're thinking of doing. What do you think I should do? How should I go about it, right? What do I need to do at my end, Lord? Because I don't want to do any of these things unless you are there with me, front and center, guiding me, being the anchor and as well being the foundation that lays a solid foundation With any of these things that I want to do. So they will be flourished. It will be good fruit. And at the end of the day, I will enjoy it to the fullest. Knowing that you are always there with me. And I get to thank you and praise you and worship you for such an accomplishment. So my friends, I hope that this scripture has been encouraging to you. And remember that God is the foundation in everything we have in our lives. And we can never forget that. We have to always include him. We have to always include him. Because including God in everything we do just helps us do the process. Makes it a smoother transaction. Makes it more accessible quickly. And allows us... To build it correctly how he wants us to do it. So my friends, it's truly been a pleasure speaking with you today. I look forward to sharing the word again with you next week. As we rise and shine with the word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a, ble- with a, <laughs> with a blessing, of course. But wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. God bless you.
2: Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's Word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the Word of God. The Word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.